Welcome to Matt Hoffman and Ray Martin's Fit for Duty podcast, bringing quality entertainment and education to all members of public safety. It's more of a funny story, the fact that uh, I really didn't do anything crazy. We did like normal party stuff, right? but the story behind it was I told my dad that I was just going to go over to a friend's house and hang out. Well, friend's house hanging out ended up turning into a party. I told him, I was like, hey, um, if... I'm not coming home tonight, and I'm going to spend the night. I'll call you. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, high school party, you get drunk. Um, <laughs> you you forget to make phone calls. Oh, So no. I am like, shit hammered. And all of a sudden, door rings. And this was a friend in high school of mine who had moved out of his parents' house already, like before he even graduated. Moved in with a few friends that have already graduated, and they had like kegs in the living room and stuff. That wasn't just for the party. That's what like they normally kept there. Like they just had like old kegs just sitting there. Copious amounts of yeah, alcohol. Yeah, just a lot, a lot of beer, a lot of beer. And like I said, I forgot to call my parents to say, "Hey, I'm actually gonna just crash here." Uh, so probably around 11:30 when my parents didn't get a phone call, <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the door. Here comes Ray. Like, hey, what? you're here (laughs) why Why? (laughs) they were like my dad looks at me and my dad's totally cool and he was like so you're not coming home right and i'm like no i figured just sleep and i'm gonna stay i'm gonna sleep stay here and i'll i'll be home in in the morning (laughs) it was like are those kegs back there i'm like yeah but it's just decoration it's just you know they keep them there they put stuff on like i look i would love to go back and see that in third person to watch me like struggling to maintain because we've all been there we've all had that moment where it's been like maintain 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 like don't yeah so i was like just swaying side to side and dad's like I'll see you in the morning. But you know in the back of his mind, like, my son's an idiot. So <laughs> like, dumb. He acts like I haven't done that. Like, yeah, so dumb. He could have just very well said, I'm way too hammered to, like, go anywhere, do anything, like, sure. form a sentence, that kind of thing. <laughs> so it wasn't a crazy thing I did at a party. It was just, like, the experience of, like, my dad showing up there, like, all six foot two of them, like, standing there with me being 17, like... Oh shit! This is not good. Yeah. It's not working out the way I thought. Uh-uh. There's a good chance I army crawled to the door. <laughs> it's wild though how you get busted doing something like that. It's like instant sobriety. Yes. It's like boom, boom. I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> you think anyway? Yeah. No. What about you? Oh man, I would say probably the craziest thing I ever did at a party was actually at a wedding reception. <laughs> uh, I was 19. Might have been. Tw- I might have been 20 at that time, but it was uh, one of the guys at the firehouse that I used to work at before I came to New Hanover. He got married, so we all went up there. He got married at some country club, uh, but we all went up there, and of course, we were drinking before the wedding, during the wedding, after the wedding, so it got later on into the evening <coughs> at the reception, and I'm blistered, open bar, 20 years old, yeah, mm-hmm. blistered, and <laughs> so, you know, I'm dancing, having a good time, and all this kind of stuff, and piddling around, and Somebody, uh, I think one of his groomsmen, I think they caught wind that I would do just about anything because I, I didn't really have you know any cares to give. So they came up to me, and the way this club, you know, at a golf course, at a clubhouse sits, it sits up above like the practice green and yeah, you know yeah. first few holes and whatnot. Right. Uh, golf carts down below. There you like, go. Yep, yep. And this is two story clubhouse. Uh, so they said, you know, we'll give you. There was four of them that approached me. And they said we will give you twenty bucks a piece to go streak across the practice green. And I was like, there's four of y'all. I said, if you can find enough people to make it $100, I'll do it. And it's like, 
they didn't even go anywhere. Yeah. And a hundred bucks came out. I was like, sweet, I'm taking my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk down and take all my clothes off. Everything's in my cowboy boots, of course. Right. Um, so I take all my clothes off and I'm getting ready to run out across this practice screen and I start running and I look up at the where the party is yeah. and everybody from the party is standing <laughs> on the balcony and it is nothing but camera flashes. Yeah. And it is everywhere. And so you know, in the middle of this nice sprint across the practice screen, I attempted a cartwheel. And when I attempted this cartwheel, I fell flat on my face. Outstanding. <laughs> so, God. anyway, there was a picture floating around for a while, but I'm, I'm glad it's gone now. But that was probably the craziest thing. Now, I've done. I've been a part of some crazy things, but... I didn't even think about wedding receptions. Yeah, I was just solo, thinking house parties. Solo escapade, that was by far the craziest, which might seem kind of amateur to some people if you think about it. But I've got some... There was at least, there was at least 150, 200 people there that all saw my business that night. Um, but yeah. I was a legend. I mean I, was, yeah. I mean, I got paid a lot. <laughs> for that. I mean, I was a borderline stripper right yeah, there. Yeah, not borderline. You, you made a profit off of being Sans Pants. <laughs> yeah, God, right. I didn't even think about wedding receptions. That's yeah. going to be one for a different episode. <laughs> I, I've got good reception stories. Yeah. I imagine you do. Taking yeah. Pictures, taking pictures and Oh, all no, 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 no. Never when I was working. Uh, I've been to plenty of weddings because I never drank when I was working like, sure. receptions. Right. So... Yeah, um, I bet you guys have seen some funny stuff. Uh, yeah, we we did, but <laughs> when you can participate, yeah, I've got really good stories about that. <laughs> Those are always the best stories. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've made an ass out of myself so many times. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to the Fit for Duty podcast with Matt and Ray as your host this evening. Podcasting this evening from the firehouse again. Yeah, uh, it didn't work out where we could get back in Ray's theater room where it's nice and. Comfortable and laid back, yeah. so we were sitting in my bunk room. rules. That's it. Sitting in my bunk room. Anything new happening in your world, Ray? Nah, just playing the role of full-time college student. Yeah, so, yeah, that's right. Started school after what your first three days. You didn't actually get to get to go. Yeah, because we all the snowed yeah, in snowed with in. the apocalypse. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, the first three days we uh, had canceled, and then ended up starting behind the eight ball, and then. Uh, this week we got two days off for MLK. Yeah. So, yeah. Two weeks of school. I've been, I think, three or four days. Three, I about to say three yeah. days. <laughs> yeah. So it's a good way uh, to start, though. Otherwise, not too bad. I'm only the oldest guy in two of my classes. So. Hey, man, it's okay. Yeah. I'm not not too worried about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what about you? Ah, nothing new. Nothing new. Same old, same old, man. I'm a man of routine. Yep. I live wrong. a very, very, very boring life. Yeah, no, well, I wouldn't say boring. I'm, I'm, but I'm just kidding. Routine it's not boring is, uh, at all. There's something to be said for that. That's right. Um, so what? Uh, what topic are we going to talk about this evening? We hit on uh, last episode. We hit on communication. That was no. a fun episode. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Especially anytime we record in the theater room, it's yeah, fun episode. Um, this night. This night. This wow. Night. This this evening. Tonight. Uh, bringing a little bit back to the fitness world, but uh, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting. Okay. We haven't covered this yet, have we? No, we have not. All right. we have not. I know we've I covered we like fad have. diets and all yeah, that stuff, but... I, th- I think we might have mentioned it, or I know right. that I have, because I'm obviously a fan of intermittent fasting, but uh, yeah. I think we might have mentioned it, but I don't think we actually broke it down and discussed necessarily right. the protocol, if you will, yeah. if there is such a thing, or, um, what, it e- or what it even or, is. Yeah, even what it is. I see it, it kind of com- coming in as a fad diet and not the too distant future. Um, I could because more could education comes out that. about it, and more people catch wind of it. I think yeah. somebody will take an opportunity to make money off of it. So oh, then, I'm, then I'm it sure. will turn then it will turn into yeah. a fad diet. And the biggest thing with intermittent fasting is to 
I'm sure there's research behind it. I'm sure there are like health benefits on a like physiological level. But uh, the biggest thing that all right. So what is intermittent fasting? Basically, if you look at the 24 hours in the day, for a portion of those 24 hours, you are not eating. So the most common one, common way that I've heard of dividing that up has been a 16 eight. 16 sure. hours, you're not eating. Eight hours, that's your eating window. Sure. Um, for someone just starting out, you don't have to jump right into an 8-16. You could do like 10-14, uh, break it up to... 12-12. Yeah. You know, just kind of ease your way into it. Because if you're somebody that's used to eating all day, right? It can be uh, it can be pretty daunting to think about not eating for that long. Sure. Um, me, personally, I'm not that much of a morning eater, so... Right. It's really nothing for me to not eat breakfast. Right. Um, and if I'm still not hungry, really nothing for me not to eat lunch. Like, what I came in with today was the first time I had eaten today. Right. Um, always, Not always the most advisable thing to do. Like, if you've got a very physically demanding job, uh, walking around low energy, maybe, you know, nothing in your stomach might be a little bit difficult at first. Sure. But it's something that you can certainly adapt to. Oh, yeah. The main reason that I'm a fan of it is not for the health reasons, but just the, I guess, the mental side of it. Uh So, for 16 hours, there's really nothing I've got to worry about. Right. Don't have to worry about, oh, crap, I have to go eat lunch or I have to go do this. No. The other side of it is when you do have a shorter amount of time to eat your portions become bigger the food gets a whole lot better right because if you're eating five times a day and you've got to only have say 22 2400 calories a day you know that makes for small like meals sure i'm one person that if i eat i want to eat like i don't want to eat just enough to still feel hungry right so for me it's the convenience and the mental side of it like i don't have to worry about anything and when i do eat i get to eat something that i enjoy so it makes breaking up or staying within a certain calorie range a whole lot easier if you're only eating for a short amount of time right uh and that's the kind of the way that i explain it to people it's not necessarily uh and even if you think about it uh, the majority of the people do it already like if you don't eat breakfast and you say you go to bed at nine o'clock and then you know you sleep your eight yeah. nine hours whatever it may be and then you don't eat breakfast so it can be 11 or 12 o'clock you've already gone i mean you've already gone how many hours 16 or so hours yeah. without eating so then you eat uh but i mean <clears throat> but i also believe that there is and i've done a lot of research and i've done a lot of studying on fasting itself not necessarily intermittent fasting but fasting as what it is and there uh, are all kinds of health benefits when it comes to fasting. You don't hear about it so much over here because uh, we, we over here in the Western society like to keep our pharmaceuticals and all that, keep those people happy in our, uh, our hospitals oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But overseas and other countries and stuff, they're they're really big into it, especially Russia, as crazy as they are. But R- Russia and Germany and stuff like that, they have actually have fasting clinics for people with terminal illnesses and stuff like that, just like we have chemo. Yeah. places to do chemo for cancer and stuff like that but if you have a terminal illness and fasting is something you want to try they, they put these people through a through a protocol and the research that's coming off of these patients is i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's it's crazy i know it does certain things like decrease inflammation and things oh, like that that's one um, of the that's one of the big benefits that i get from it personally yeah mine is it's more of a convenience like i've right. never really delved into the like health effects side of it mine has been more of just like a like template to follow just sure. based off of convenience because for one working out in the morning i hate working out with food in my stomach i cannot stand it like i feel like i'm just sloshing around so 
it works out better for me not to eat before a workout. Sure. Um, and after I work out, I'm definitely not hungry. Sure. So my stomach's still kind of turning a little bit, and I'm more thirsty than anything. Right. So uh, it works for me because by the time that I actually get my appetite back, it's time for dinner. Right. And a lot of people nowadays, they have a they have a hard time understanding and comprehending their body when it comes to listening to as far as what the hunger signal is. And, you know, if you don't have a hunger signal, then your body's telling you you don't necessarily need to eat. Yeah. We're your body will let we're, you know when you, it wants food. We're the ones who have, who have put time frames on everything. You have to eat, yeah. you know, before 9 o'clock. Then you have to eat somewhere between 11 and 1. Then you have right. to eat somewhere between 5 and 7. We're the and, ones that have put this time stamp on everything. Yeah, and if you look at the fitness industry or community in general, everyone says like five, six feedings a day, and it's it's not necessary. I'm sure that there are health benefits to that, just like there are to anything else. I think that's old else. research, though, man. Say what? I think that's old research. I think there's too many um, things now that... It's anecdotal, but I noticed when I was doing it, um, one thing that I will say that it helped with was my blood sugar didn't dip and spike. Sure. So you go 12, 16 hours without eating, the first thing is like, bam. And if I have something like, if it's a heavy carb meal, like I will keep eating a lot of times. Right. Um, and well, I might not be hungry. Carbs more. Yeah. So. And, but I'm not getting those. And I'm also more apt to make not as smart food choices <laughs> sometimes, especially if like the first time I'm eating is eight o'clock in the evening. I could just be like, you know what? Screw it. I, I, I can eat whatever I want because I can. Right. Um, and that is coming from, I think, just my blood sugar dropping. Uh, one thing I noticed when I was eating, you know, throughout the day, every few hours when I followed that fad, um, I didn't really get cravings. My right. blood sugar stayed steady. I, you know, it was a pain in the ass and I'm never going to go back to it. But I, there are some benefits for some people. And just like everything else, uh, I think it's a lot of it's going to end up being preference for people. Sure. Well, the whole, the, the best whole diet whatever. or the best way of eating is one that you can adhere to. No doubt. No doubt. But I think the whole thing behind the whole small meals things was the theory that it kept your metabolism going. Oh, no, that's bullshit. That's, yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, bullshit. that's what I was saying. Is I think that's old no, research. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. That does that's, not. <laughs> that's not how it works. We've, we've covered that one, but no, that that whole thing of, you know, you got to keep stoking the fire of the metabolism. No, right. that doesn't. it doesn't work like that. Your body's not an idiot. That all came from the thermic effect of food. Basically, your body burns calories by ingesting calories. Well, the thought process was if you eat more throughout the day, like different feedings, then your body's burning more calories throughout the day. It doesn't matter. Your body's going to burn the same amount of energy digesting 2,500 calories, whether you eat that all at once or you spread it out multiple times throughout the day. Sure. That's, it's not necessary for a healthy metabolism to eat that often. It's all down to preference. Sure. Sure. When it comes to body composition. All right. Um, so back with fasting. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. So, um, but uh, let's see. Some of the research that I was talking about earlier coming out of uh, Russia and Germany and stuff like that is really beneficial towards uh, cancer patients. And I think that there is a uh, – I hope somebody comments or something corrects me if I'm wrong. But I think there's a new research center in California somewhere that's kind of playing with this. Uh, it's one doctor and it's one – one floor that's dedicated to it in this hospital where they do where they have a fasting clinic huh. but they're doing a lot of studies on um fasting a fasted diet before their chemo treatments versus people because right now the protocol they have for chemo is they want you uh in a caloric surplus as well and high in protein right. that's what they that's what they want before you go to chemo they want your calories up because they're they're trying to combat i guess their way of yeah, thinking they're trying the to combat the, that, the, the fatigue and all yeah. that that follows the uh symptoms that go with chemo right um but the research is coming out of it as far as what they're finding with fasted 
is the fact that the because the a cancer cell is a living organism it's living inside of your body so when you fast uh, obviously it doesn't have the glucose and what it needs to keep to growing grow. to grow and with fasting's massive anti-inflammatory properties already uh it, you know it, it gets you it, it takes the cancer cell and shrinks it down and they're also showing that it makes the chemo treatments more effective i can see that um, honestly, like I said, like, it's, obviously, it's I'm not a medical uh, professional in that uh, particular realm. But no, and like I said, this is all just yeah. you know, this is all studies and stuff yeah. that I've you know, you know right. how I am. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but I uh, there's probably health benefits to most. Like keto has health benefits. Sure. Uh, well, essentially, when you do a long yeah. period fast, any any anything over seven right. We're not hours, talking intermittent at that point. That's right. That's, We're talking about fasting. Yeah. Right, but anytime you go into essentially that's what you're doing is you're putting the body into ketosis and you're converting everything into ketones to use for energy source. Right, um, right. I think the studies show that your body depletes 100% of your uh, glycogen stores within 24 hours. So if you fasted for 24 hours, you've completely depleted your glycogen. And Does that depend on activity level? Uh, I'm, I would feel certain that it would, yeah. but for a normal human, I guess, right. then in 24 hours, they say it's completely exhausted. So after that, you know, then you get into right. proteins and you get into lipids and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd, um, obviously lipids being your first priority, fats right. being right. your first priority. Yeah. Your body's <laughs> got to do a lot to actually start breaking down muscle tissue. It will man. do it. It's expensive for the body. Yeah. It will do it. Oh, um, yeah. but it doesn't like to. Sure. <laughs> it, uh, um, was it? Protein glucogenesis, yeah. I right. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your your body's sooner going to break down fat than go for uh, uh, actually breaking down muscle tissue and protein. It's harder work. It takes it takes more work yeah. through, the, it, through the process yeah. for your body to do that. So it's not going to hurt itself right. and it's already starving if it can help it. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I had a train of thought and I, thought, I forgot it. I forgot what it was. Oh, um, was it about fasting? Yes, it was about fasting. <laughs> uh, just thinking back to our ancestors upon ancestors upon ancestors, we, you know, they didn't have stock fridges uh-huh. and food so readily at their fingertips. So fasting and Easter not, famine. That's it. They, uh, they weren't so used to having food readily available like we do now. So it's not hard to think that they had the benefits of fasting without even knowing it. Uh, also, you can, I guess you could say it's because you know, I get into this argument with people all the time when they talk about cancer and whatnot. It's been around forever. We just now have the technology to see it and whatnot. Well, yeah. that may be true, but 500 years ago, we didn't have the cancer issues that we have now. Yeah. So, And there's different arguments for that. You can also say people weren't living longer and they weren't, you know. True. Uh, there's there's arguments for both sides of like any topic whatsoever, but the the point that I would drive home is that a lot of people think that it's a unhealthy habit to have not eating for, you know, 12, 14 hours. Right. It really, it's not, <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's perfectly, not like it is perfectly healthy to do that. Right. Like your weekly total of energy intake outweighs how you break it up. That's right. It's all like for me, like getting outside of the health benefits, it's all preferential. It's how I prefer to eat. Like at the end of the day, I get everything in that I need. I just broke it up in a more enjoyable way. Sure. So sure. Um, as long as you've ever fasted. Oh. Day and on half. purpose. Oh, yeah, on, on purpose. On purpose. Uh, God. Oh. Uh, probably drunken stupor doesn't count. No, no, because <laughs> when I'm those, I I eat. Uh, <laughs> I would say eighteen hours. Eighteen. Yeah. Did you notice? I mean, did you notice anything about when you came out of the fast? 
Um, or did you know anything? No, uh, I just kept eating. That's what I realized. Like, my blood sugar dropped so much, I feel like, that I just, once I started eating, I couldn't stop. Like, and I was craving, uh, I wasn't craving anything when I started eating, but as I was eating, I was like, oh, I want other things, too. I want this and this. Like, right. That's what happens when my sugar dips way too much, is I'll start eating and then want more and more and more and more. You ever thought about fasting any longer? Uh, like, a few days? Yeah, like 48, uh, 72. I've done it on accident once, but I, I don't know. It, I would have to play that one by ear. Like I would have to make it through the first twenty-four, right. see how I was feeling. Now I said first if, twenty-four is the hardest. And if, if I'm feeling longer, like a zombie, I've for me it would be counterproductive, right? Because while there is, I'm sure all the health benefits to doing something like that. I, if at any given point I'm feeling miserable, I'm not getting what I want to out of, you know, what I use fasting for. Sure, sure. So, sure. Have long you ever done it? Yeah, oh yeah. The longest I ever went was I think twenty twenty I think it was twenty six hours, might have been twenty seven. Um but uh and it was on purpose. Uh but it, it was like I said, I, I get a lot of the anti inflammatory properties from it, so yeah. I enjoy it for that reason, uh, as well as it seems like when I refeed after a fast, when I start introducing food, and I have a methodical way that I like to do it. I like yeah. to not just, you know, that's how I go, do it. go ham, you know, when I get done. But I like to reintroduce food back kind of slowly. Um, and I notice that food tastes better. I'll it bet. Does. Yeah, food tastes better. And uh, it, it almost feels like you can almost feel the fuel from the food when you put it you know yeah, when you eat you've it been, and you consume it, it you've been running just, on empty yeah, for but it's a like minute. you could just feel it so I, I like to think of it as it desensitizes everything that we're so used to consuming all the time yeah and then when you get it back it like works double time that might be total just my thinking but well, yeah i mean just, anecdotal is still important uh sure. the thing that you're probably experiencing is the actual energy from food like right. you've gone without it and now you not in a, a technical surplus but you've got fuel to burn that's right your body's not using reserves back to anymore. life yeah your body's not using reserves you ever thought about it going any longer on purpose trying it i wouldn't be opposed to it but i, I wouldn't want to nail that. myself down to a like i wouldn't want to keep myself to a 48 because if i get through 36 and i feel like i'm turning into an ornery bastard i'm not gonna i'm not <laughs> gonna think, keep doing it i think uh, but the 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 key to understanding the fast part is when you're talking about any length of time is obviously the longer you do it the easier it's going to become and the more adapted you're going to be to it right. so you have to it's just like every other weightlifting program everything else you kind of have to trust the process so it's just one of those things yeah. i would be I, I would be willing to do i would be willing to do 48 i think anything longer than that is just my, yeah. my lifestyle is too active to support. I mean, I would, and even for that 48, I mean, I'm going to have to like just do mobility Minimal, training. Yeah. And I mean, it's I mean, you're gonna, very low activity. Yeah. And, Cause you're going to feel like a zombie. Yeah. Um, but I, I would, I would do it. I would, I, I would like to try it anyway. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I would play it by ear. Yeah. I would like, like I said, if I get to, if I can't make it past that first 24 and I'm just like a cranky bitch, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have something to eat. Right. Cause like I said, my way of, you know what I use it for is basically the simplicity and the the mental aspect of all right. That's one less decision I've got to worry about for 16 hours. Let's see. As a matter of fact, I fasted yesterday. I went to sleep. Uh, what's today? Two Monday, Tuesday. What's today? Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So I went to sleep here at the station Sunday night. Got into bed about nine o'clock. Woke up. Uh, you know, six o'clock. And didn't eat until I had my see I had my workout session started that at three so I ate two hours before so I ate at one so that's twelve what's that uh, twelve nine to nine to nine and then to three so uh, twelve one plus five 
Yeah. Uh, 12 to 1, so yeah. 12 plus 3, 15. Yeah, so I mean, it was 15 hours, yeah. and it was like it was nothing. Yeah. Um, and then still, I mean, it was, I, I didn't overconsume or anything by the, at that time, at that time. So, I mean, it's, it's not as difficult as people make it out to be. Uh-huh. I, I think if you were, I think if you approach it in a weight loss mindset, I think it can be very non-beneficial for you. How so? Uh, because I don't think starvation is the proper way to go into a calorie yeah. deficit. Um, I don't, I don't think that that's, I think there's a flip side of that though. I think if you wanted, I think if you wanted weight loss or I should say fat loss more, yeah. but if you wanted fat loss, uh, quickly then maybe a little bit of a prolonged fast might not hurt you i mean it might not be as bad but oh, oh i thought you meant intermittent fasting sorry no like a prolonged oh, fast oh no prolonged no no no, no god no um like i said i don't think starvation to put you in that deficit will be uh, uh, a wise decision by any means no intermittent fasting i would definitely recommend um i can see that working because you still get to if you've got a small feeding window you still get to enjoy or you still have the ability to eat a lot of the same foods that you were eating before. Mm-hmm. Um, you are simply limiting your time of consumption. You still have to look at total energy balance, but it makes it a whole lot more feasible to eat something that you enjoy sure. if you've only got four hours to get, say, 2,400 calories or eight hours to get 2,400 calories in. Um, the, I can see it, too, because also who's going to – if you just say you fast at 20 and you ate, you had a four-hour window right. to eat, and that could be any time during the day. Yeah. Uh, it's still total amount of hours, and then total – you know, yeah. your, your eating block is from is from four to eight right. in, in the afternoon and the evening. Who Who is going – and you chose good – and you really paid attention to your quality of food. Yeah. 24, 2,500 calories of quality food is a lot of food. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Don't, I don't – I mean – can you eat that much in one sitting of quality uh, food? Uh, well, I mean, uh, pizza. Yeah, I can hammer that. But well, like, I mean, of quality food. After yeah, you've been fasting for twenty hours for in four hours. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do it. Um, and by quality, you're thinking like micronutrient, nutrient dense foods, nutrient dense whole foods. Um, sure. Yeah. God, yeah, yeah, I could definitely do that. Um, especially, like, it depends on like what my actual macro ratios were sure um if i was eating a boatload of protein probably not um if my 2400 calories were like all protein no carb and just moderate fat then no i wouldn't be able to do that but if i was like moderate uh protein higher carb lower fat absolutely right which is i mean that's the way i kind of i kind of like the you know of course i switch my macros around in the Depending on the season yeah. as well. If you want, but, yeah, uh, depending on how you're feeling. Yeah, too. And, and depending on the season. But I like to run the higher side of carbs anyway because I like the fuel yeah. carbs. So that's the way I run. Yeah, and the other thing about like not necessarily carbs, but like you, you'd be surprised to like the not you, but the amount of actual calories and things. Like you can hit 2,400 pretty easily. Yeah, with quality food though, it's got to be a lot harder than just. I mean, define quality though. Like, if it's organic, if it's gluten free, or like nutrient dense whole foods. I'm talking green leafy vegetables. uh, You know, clean meats, not unprocessed. I'm talking whole cuts of meat. Yeah, because Uh, even if you look at clean meats, look at four ounces of good steak. Yeah, that's like, Christ, that's like what two ninety. That was still yes, that's three hundred. Yeah, so. Who eats a four-ounce steak? Not this guy. No. I don't. Uh, Maybe a 40-ounce steak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, most people do eight to ten ounces. Sure. So, you can get up to a grand in just one cut of meat. Sure. And that's why, like, I think 
people don't realize how much energy value is in foods. And that's the benefit to fasting is that if you limit this, you can still have the 10 ounce steak. Without the guilt. Yeah. Well, I mean, you shouldn't have guilt when you're eating, but like you can still have that with minimal consequence towards, with no consequence really towards whatever your fitness goal is. So I think, yeah, 2,400 calories of quality. Yeah, I can do that. I could, yeah. Quality starchy pasta. (laughs) No. So if you were going to, uh, like, look at quinoa. Quinoa's got a fuckload of calories in it. Right. Um, that, Brown rice. Yeah, brown rice is still yeah. got a very high calorie value. Right. And that's what people don't realize. And that's, like I said, the benefit of fasting is, you know, you're limiting the time window of which you're consuming. So instead of having a 10 ounce steak twice a day, you're most likely just having one. You're having a decent sized meal. So you're satiated. It's going to keep you from going insane while being in a calorie deficit. I got you. If you were going to advise somebody who's never tried intermittent fasting, what would you. How would, how would you advise them to start? It depends on what they wanted to accomplish with it. Um, they if, just want to try it. If they just want to try it, uh, the biggest thing I would recommend to them, if they want to start, I would say start with a larger eating window. A larger so feeding window. Six to eight hours or I would ten say hours. ten. Depending on what their lifestyle was like, if they were waking up eating a massive breakfast, a massive lunch, and a massive dinner, um, which there's nothing wrong with that, but if they right. wanted to give this a go, I would give them a larger eating window for a while, then start cutting it and tapering it back. That way, uh, they don't jump straight into the feeling of misery and counting down the minutes to where they can eat. Because right. at that point, you become way too food focused. Right. I'm, you're a lot nicer than I am. I would, uh, <laughs> I would, I would, I would straight cut them back to no more than a 10-hour eating window. If you take, I, I would obviously have to dive into their 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 sleep habits and yeah. what. I mean, if they're getting eight hours of sleep. And then, yeah. I mean, that's not that's not very long to be no, fasted because no, no, no. when you're asleep, let's face it, yeah. you don't know. And you're that's not what eating. lifestyle has to do with that's, a lot yeah, of it, of course. But I would I would probably no no more time than a 10, 10 hour eating window to start with, and then of course work it from there. But yeah, I advise anybody to try it. Uh, might work for you great. Yeah, there's no negative health consequences of it. Think about uh, any time that we have to get a physical. Mm-hmm. What do they tell us to do? Fast from. Nine o'clock till whenever the next day. Usually, by the time you leave the doctor's office, it's nine thirty, ten o'clock. All right, that's twelve hours right there. Didn't kill you. What is um? I'll have to go back and look this up. But there's some something. There's some time of fasting that you're you get complete cell replacement when it comes to. And they say when you people who do fasting regularly like when i'm not talking about no crazy fast like three weeks or anything like that but like do a 24 but do like a a 24 hour fast once a quarter or something like that they say that their immune system is so much higher than somebody who doesn't uh i had to find that out but they they say it's a certain amount of hours i don't know if it's 24 48 or what it is but uh you get complete cell replacement because your body cleanses itself when it's not taking time to uh metabolize food it replace. It can work on other body functions. It works on other body functions, so it's kind of like a natural detox. Yeah, it goes into maintenance mode. There you go. It's, a <laughs> it's like a detox. regen. So, um, uh, yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, like I said, I think a lot of people's biggest hang-up with it is the stigma of not eating for a certain time period. Time period. Um, man. There's nothing to worry about. Your body's not going to shut down for, you know, you do a 14 or a 16 hour fast. Like it's not going to not going to do anything to you. Them Russians say 40 days. There is no absolute health 
non-health benefits other than your muscle than breaking down muscle tissue, but there is no internal internal <laughs> problems up to and 40 Russia days. And Russia steak eats you. Yeah, up to 40 <laughs> days, man. They do a, they do a lot they, of that's, uh, that's got to be under doctor supervision though. Yeah, well, I'm sure it can't be on its own. They've got yeah. to have some form of nutrients. Well, they, like, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think all these people they were allowed like 250 calorie soups once a day. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but and they were they were constantly under blood work and they were constantly yeah. monitored as far as vitals and all that stuff goes. But it was something crazy like 40 days. They based a lot of their stuff off of the um, uh, the emperor uh, penguin. Or whatever yeah. it is, because the you know the male penguin sits on top of the egg, and that that mother doesn't get to eat until the egg hatches, or until the mom comes back, or whatever. And they say that that joker sits up there for like forty days and something like that. So they went into how the penguin breaks down, <laughs> how the penguin breaks down energy, and then they compared it to how human the human system. And there was crazy amount of uh, comparisons, Got, like similarities. To yeah, it? there was crazy amount of uh, ways that our body you know metabolizes food and converts food to or converts storages to energy. But yeah, they say forty days, man, before, the before you get sucker. any negative. <laughs> Sit on this egg for forty days. Yeah. Mel gets the shaft again. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> Not doing that shit. But yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, but I definitely advise people to, to read some research. I think there's a few documentaries out on it. Yeah, um, and like I said, most any. There's going to be an upside to most any way of eating. Sure. There's going to be health benefits to it. It all depends on what you need from it. You know. Um, Keto's got upswings. Fasting has upswings. Uh, I'm sure higher carb diets have their upswings. Yeah, that's me, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you walk around with more energy. Yeah. Uh, but it all depends on what you need from it. You know, if you need a way of like breaking down or allocating your calories so you can eat more when you do eat, yeah, fasting's for you. True. Um, if you're looking for the massive crazy health benefits from it, I would recommend that you do the research. Me personally, I'll be the first one to admit you've done way more reading on it than I have. I've just looked at it from more of a protocol for convenience. Sure, sure. So it all depends. It's all on what you need from it. If That's you right. like eating throughout the day, eat throughout the day. If you don't, don't think that anything bad is going to happen to you and you're just going to start wasting away because you only ate for these That's four, six, definitely or eight not hours. Happen. Definitely no. not going to happen. No, you're not turning into Castaway, dude, from, from this. <laughs> Tom Hanks from yeah. Castaway. Well, son. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, my advice is if something that interests you and you want to try it, try it. Try it. it. Yeah, yeah, try it. Um, that's the biggest thing is actually having the... Wake up and skip breakfast. Yeah. Don't eat till lunch. And then see how you feel. Yeah. But if you start walking around the office slapping the hell out of people because you're hungry and cranky, then yeah, go ahead and have a sandwich. I think unless you but, have some kind of sugar intolerance or something like that, I don't yeah. think that you'll... And this, uh, this I don't should think go without saying, this is for like healthy adults uh you don't have any kind of metabolic conditions or pre-existing conditions um if you do have those then follow doctor's orders no doubt if you don't have any kind of like uh medical issues or conditions then yeah give whatever you want to a go and find out what actually works for you the thing is is that there's just been so many stigmas put on you know what we eat how we eat when we eat that people are worried about trying anything different that breaks that norm yeah no doubt no doubt couldn't agree with you more there I think that's all I, that's like all I got. That's all you have, man? That's all you want? All right. Anything else? Now nah, I'm going to keep eating these pistachios. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Fit for Duty podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, please email the host, fitfordutymedia at gmail.com. Also, this episode has been brought to you by Axe Caps, quality products and service, meeting all of your custom apparel needs.